Hello, New York Giants fans, and welcome to the 31st episode of the J-Man Journal podcast. I'm your host, Ben Baccarelli, and today I'm joined by a special guest for the first time, Jacob Orlick. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me on this podcast, Ben Vecarelli, you're the man. All right, thanks, Jacob. Um, today we're going to be playing a stay-or-go type of game uh, where I'll list some uh, players as well as staff members, three offensive, three defensive, um, and two staff members, um, and we will say whether we want them to stay or go. Uh, some will be on expiring deals, others will not. Um, so if there's one... Uh, on a deal that keeps going, um, we say go. That just means we'd like them to find a way to trade them or get rid of them. Um, and go for an expiring deal would obviously just be leaving free agency. Stay on uh, an expiring deal would be uh, to resign them and stay on a um, on a continuous deal would be um, just to stay and not do anything with that player. All right, so um, so that'll be your first half of the podcast, and then the second half I'll do your recap. And around the league, as always, that'll be by myself. Um, but before we get started today, I'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode and all episodes, Chris J. Beccarelli, CPA. If you're a small business and you're looking for an accountant to help with your tax needs, call Chris J. Beccarelli, CPA. Chris J. Beccarelli, we don't forget about the little guys. All right, so thanks to him for sponsoring this episode and all episodes of the G-Man Journal. So uh, without further ado, we'll get into it here. All right, so the first player is Marcus Golden. He is on an expiring deal. So, Jacob, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Well, he's a great all-around player, and as you see here, what you don't see, um, he has 12 sacks, no forced fumbles, that's for sacks ninth in the league, but force fumbles is a little bit um, not that great. But assists thirteen seven in the league, and solo tackles thirty seven. So that's eighth in the league. So as you see, he's pretty good in the league. And without further ado, let's go back to Ben Vecarelli. All right, so I also have a stay here. Um, he's played well uh, across the board, as Jacob just said. And another uh, stat for you guys, he's top 10 in the, in the NFL in QB hits and sacks combined um, across all uh, outside linebackers and defensive ends. All right, so we'll move on to the next player, which would be Alec Ogletree, um, which is an inside linebacker. Um, I'll go first. This time I had him as a go. Um, just because he, uh, reads you his stat line here, uh, one forced fumble, which is 15th in the league, one interception, which is 14th in the league, uh, tackle assist, which is 57th in the league, and solo tackles, which is 36th in the league. Um, so that's decent play, as you, uh, just heard, that's pretty, uh, average all across the board. Um, so that's okay play, and... Um, he has a big contract, which is a way I'd like, or which is the reason. Um, I'd like to see him go. He's still under contract for 2020 and 2021. 20, uh, um, however, I'd like to find, I'd like to see them um, make make a move to get him out of there. Exactly like Ben said, you know, he's under a contract for another two years. But as you see his stats, exactly what Ben said. 60 tackles in the league, solo tackles, that's 36 in the league, assists, 13, that's 57th, not that great, interceptions, 1, that's 14th in the league, and then force fumbles, 1, which is 15th in the league, but 
I don't think he's going to really help the Giants out here as they suck, as you know. Um, only won four games so far this year in the 2019 through 2020 season. So it's not that great, and I don't think he's going to make an impact on the team. And let's go back to Ben Vicarelli for our next player. All right, so the next player is uh, Leonard Williams. Uh, this is the first one that we have differing opinions on this one. So um, so I'll go first. We'll rotate going first, back and forth. All right, so I had him as a stay. Um, and my reason for that being um, he's had decent play. Uh, he's young, and they traded for him this year uh, before the deadline, as I talked about um, you know, previously on the podcast. And so, um, I think it would just kind of be a waste, um, if they were to trade him, uh, or if they were to let him go, I think it would be a race waste of a trade, um, as, you know, basically be, um, a pointless move then to, um, to, to sign him if you're just going to let, or to trade for him, they gave up a third and a fifth round pick for him. Um, so, um, so yeah. It would just basically be, it would have been a pointless move for him. Um, here's Jacob uh, with his opinion. So, exactly what Ben said. Um, Leonard Williams, as you know, I said go for Leonard Williams. But, um, yeah, for Leonard Williams, we have here 26 solo tackles in the league. That's, I mean, 20, oh my God, 26 solo tackles. 30, that's 34th in the league. Assists, 13. That's 19th in the league. And sacks, no sacks, and forced fumbles. There's no forced fumbles. And he's on an expiring contract. And I don't think that he's just like Al Ogletree. He's not going to make a ginormous impact on this team. Not saying that every single player will, but he's really not helping them out. And we need young guys who could actually do stuff to the team and make an impact in this organization. Back to Ben for the next player. All right, so the next player um, here is Nate Solder, um, left tackle. Um, talked about him a little bit on this um, podcast here. Um, so I went first last time, so Jacob will go first here. Um, so, yeah, here's Jacob. So Nate Soldier. Soldier. Oh my god, I can't even pronounce him. I said that he would go because he doesn't have like a great play and he has a ginormous contract. And yeah, his stats are not that great either. So he has offensive snap plays, 867th, that's 27th in the league, five penalties, which is 39th in the league, and sacks allowed. 11, that's not great, and that's first in the league, so he's not really that good at all. He's actually pretty bad, and as we go back to Ben over here, let's see what his opinion is. I need to look. All right, so basically, um, I'm agreeing in agreement with um, Jacob on this one. Um, basically, uh, same reasons. Um, you know, poor play. Uh, he gave you his stats there, um, and just a big contract, so... Uh, He's still under contract for two more years, so um, if they could find a way to um, to get him out of there, um, 
that would be great. Although that would pro that's probably going to be hard, um, as he is uh, a big contract, so it would probably be hard to find a taker there. All right, so uh, Mike uh, Remmers is our next um, player, uh, right tackle. Um, I'll go first for this one. I had him as a stay. Um, he's on an expiring deal, um, and he's played decent this year. Um, uh, so I think they would be able to get him, uh, cheap as he's not necessarily a household name. Um, so I think he's not necessarily a big name player, um, that they would probably be able to get, uh, cheap in free agency. Um, so I want, would like to see them re-sign him. Uh, here's Jacob. Yeah, I also had Mike Remmers as a stay because he's a really good player. And as Ben said, he's, he's not a big name in the league, but very decent player. And as the stats here, we have 853 offensive snap plays. That's 30th in the league. Five penalties, which is 39th in the league. And sacks allowed three, which is 42nd. And that's pretty good, pretty decent. As Ben said, not a big player, but, um, I mean, not a big name, but pretty decent player. As we go back to Ben here. All right, so this is going to be your final uh, player uh, before we get into um, the staff members, uh, is Eli Manning. Now, this is uh, one that's, um, that I've uh, talked about. I talked about this last week. Um, so if you listened um, to episode 30, uh, my thoughts on this were that he, uh, he should go. Um, and my reasons for that is I just don't really see a valid reason as to why you keep him. I mean, I understand, um, you know, he's had a great career for the Giants, played his whole career for the Giants. So I guess... Um, you know, and he's a good guy um, around the organization. So I guess you could make that argument that it's that would be more of a clubhouse changer deal. Um, but otherwise, I don't see a reason why you bring him back. Um, you know, getting up there in age, um, he's you know the backup, uh, expiring deal. I think this is uh, the best time to uh, to send him packing. Um, you know, they play the Eagles uh, this upcoming week. Uh, Daniel Jones, I would expect, play the whole game there. So that means he could end his career uh, with a win against Miami. Uh, Miami, sorry. Uh, talked about this last week. Greeted by his wife and kids in the tunnel. I think that's just a good way to send him off. Um, that's all I really have there. Um, here's Jacob. Exactly what Ben said here. Um, he's been a great player for the Giants. And I really think that he should retire. But... He's been great. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. But as you know, he's not been that great in these past couple of years struggling. So I think it's time to send him off, like Ben said. Let him go off with a win against Miami and bench him for the Eagles game. And that would be it. So back to Ben for our coaches. For our coaches. All right, so um, as Jacob just said, we'll um, move on to the staff members here. First up is Pat Shermer, the head coach. Um, I had him as a go. Um, you know, I I think um, many people, you know, around the league, sources, experts, insiders, um, you know, all think that uh, he should be fired. Um, there are already uh, reports and, you know, um, candidates 
uh, articles coming out on, you know, who they should um, replace him with, uh, good fits and whatnot. Um, but I think as far as a reason to fire him um, would be, you know, the lack of effort um, that there has been um, throughout this year. Um Mostly on the defensive side of the ball, um, but I think also somewhat on the offensive side. Um, so that just kind of goes to show you how whatever um, he's how whatever he's saying um, to the players is just not um, not uh, getting across to them, um, and they're not um, not giving full effort there. Um, so, yeah, here's Jacob with his thoughts. So, as like Ben said, Pat Shermer, um, he's not that great of a player this year. So far, the Giants have only won four games. That's pretty bad. It's not great at all. And um, his... All right, sorry, we had some technical difficulties there, uh, so went out for a little while. Uh, sorry about that break there. Um, but, yeah, so um, I think the thoughts here uh, for both of us is just kind of um, not getting across, uh, lack of success. Um, anything else you got to say? Uh, yeah, I mean, as I pointed out before, we had some tough technical difficulties. Um, Pat Shermer, not that great of a ball, not that great of coaching. Um, basically, all he's done was give Giants losses, and it was all the players who got them the wins, and as they give it back to Ben here. All right, so uh, this is um, our final um, one, uh, another staff member, the general manager, uh, Dave Gettleman. Um, so uh, this is one that, you know, could kind of go either way. Uh, I think you'll be interested to hear um, – what me and Jacob have to say here as, um, as we, um, you know, have opinions that kind of, um, differ from others here. So, um, you know, I've talked about this on the podcast, um, how I would like to see his, um, his plan play out and, um, and see, you know, what he can kind of do with this team, because I think if you fire him and let him go, um, then you kind of bring a new guy in and, and it just kind of, you know, you're going to bring a new guy in and he's going to want to do something else. And you're probably going to end up going into, you know, kind of a new rebuild. Um, and that's, you know, you're just kind of continuing to tear it down instead of building it back up, um, so to speak. So here's Jacob with his opinion on this one. So, yeah, guys, um, Dave Gentleman, um, as Ben said, I, w- I would like to see his plan play out also, not really having a chance to do that. But so saying that it would really be great if we could have in this last game to see if his plan could really play out and get the Giants a win. All right, so that'll just about wrap up this first half um, of the podcast or of the episode. Um, one name that I definitely would have done um, if he had not been fired or cut um, just this week um, would be Janoris Jenkins. Um, he got cut this week. Um, you know, haven't been on this week, so 
obviously I didn't get a chance to talk about that. Um, but yeah, so his um, I don't, I guess um, his uh, the reason um he was uh cut was um a fan criticized his um his play on social media, Twitter, I believe it was, and he snapped back at the fan saying a word I'm not going to say on air. Um, so yeah, so, um, so Giants, obviously not a good look for them. Um, and it was actually during practice that he snapped back at that fan. So, um, that, so, you know, obviously distracted, um, but yeah, so that's that's about it for this first half of the podcast. Um, hope you enjoyed it. I'll be back in just a few moments with a recap. Uh, but for now, we'll say bye to Jacob um, on this episode. Um, enjoyed having you on, and uh, hopefully, I can get you on uh, sometime in the near future. Yeah, thanks, Ben. It's been an honor. Thank you, guys. All right, see you, guys. Hey there, Giants fans. This is Jenny Vecarelli from the Closet Pack Rat. We specialize in helping you reclaim your space and making your space more functional. Come visit us at Instagram and on Facebook at The Closet Pack Rat, helping you reclaim your space. All right, Giants fans, you are back listening to the second half of episode 31 of the G-Man Journal podcast. All right, so um, hopefully you just enjoyed um, uh, hearing Jacob on for the first time. Um, and hopefully you, you enjoyed, uh, that stay or go game there. Um, uh, but, uh, as for the second half, we're going to get into it, uh, with your re- recap as always, as well as your around the league. Um, just figured that would be something fun, uh, something new to do with Jacob there. Um, again, apologize for those technical difficulties in the, um, first half. Didn't, don't know exactly what happened there. Um, but hopefully that wasn't too big of a deal for you guys. Um, but uh, without further ado, we'll get into it here. All right, so the Giants played at 1 o'clock uh, on Sunday on the road against Washington, um, and the Giants would get the ball to start. Um, and on the second play um, of that drive, Saquon would um, would break a big one and run for 32 yards, um, and the drive would eventually end in a touchdown from Daniel Jones to Sterling Shepard uh, for 33 or for 23, sorry, uh, yards. Um, he, uh, is back or he was back this week. Um, uh, uh, he missed two, uh, two games that week, uh, 14 game against the Eagles on Monday night football, as well as the game last week, um, against the Dolphins. Um, but yeah, so he's back, um, and throws to Sterling Shepard for 23 yards. Uh, PAT would go, would be good. Um, then the Redskins, uh, would get two first downs before 60 yard completion, uh, would put them in the red zone. Then, uh, on a third and goal, I believe it was, uh, it was touchdown to Steven Sims, um, from, uh, Dwayne Haskins to Steven Sims, um, and uh, the PAT is good as the game is all tied up. Then the Giants get a first down before Saquon breaks his uh, 67-yard touchdown to the house, uh, and the PAT is good as the Giants then go ahead by seven. Uh, the Redskins would go uh, right down the field for a touchdown, scoring on a six-yard pass um, from Dwayne Haskins to Hale Hentigies. Um, um 
and the PAT would be good uh, to tie up the game there. All right, then the Giants would uh, then the Giants uh, would go well, would end up being short on a third down. However, um, a holding penalty on the defense in the secondary uh, would get them the first down there, uh, and the drive would end in a huge thirty-three-yard uh, clutch touchdown by Saquon. PAT is good to put the Giants back ahead by seven. Uh, then the Redskins would uh, punt. Uh, then the Giants would get a quick first down before punting as well. Then uh, the Redskins, with uh, 3 minutes and 30 seconds left to go in the uh, first half, would uh, go a 3 and out there. Uh, then the Giants would get it... Uh, would get it back with uh, 2 minutes and 20 seconds to go. Um, might be a little confusing, though. The Redskins got the ball with 3 minutes and 30 seconds uh, left, um, and then went a three and out. Sorry, that didn't mean for that to be confusing there. Um, then the Giants would get a first down before the two-minute warning. Um, however, on that play, there would be an unnecessary roughness call that would move the Giants up 15 yards. Then Daniel Jones would hit Golden Tate for 31 yards to move them into the red zone, and the drive would end in a touchdown to Cody from Daniel Jones to Cody Latimer uh, with 30 seconds left. The point after is good. All right, so the Redskins would just run out the clock there as they would get the ball back. Uh, this is 28-14 at halftime, Giants in the lead. Um, like I just said, the Redskins would get the ball out of halftime and on the first play. Uh, Haskins goes down weird on his ankle and gets hurt. Um and he would go to the locker room for two drives before returning to the sideline, but he would um, miss the rest of that game, um, and it, he has just been ruled out for this week's game um, against their their game against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, but anyway, uh, they the Redskins would get a first down and punt. Uh, Case Keenum would now be in. Uh, then the Giants would have a disappointing three and out to give the ball back to the Redskins. Then after picking up a few first down, Sam Beal goes down and would be out for the game. Um, I believe it was a non-contact injury, uh, so those are always a little scary there. Um, uh, yes, he would be out for the game. Then the Redskins end up scoring a touchdown on a pass from Case Keenum to Steven Sims again for his second touchdown. PAT is good. Uh, 28-21. Giants still in the lead. Uh, Giants would set up a screen pass to Saquon for 51 yards uh, to get them inside the 10. Uh, then the drive would end in a touchdown uh, from Daniel Jones to Caden Smith. Uh, PAT is good. Uh, Giants up uh, 35-21. Then the Redskins would have a three and out. Then the Giants get a first down, however, um, and then would punt, but that punt was blocked to set up the Redskins um, at the Giants' 17. Then on the first play, a pass interference call uh, in the end zone uh, gets, gets them the ball at the one-yard line. Then on the next play, uh, Adrian Peterson runs it in for one yard. PATA is good. 35-28, Giants in the lead. Then the Giants would pick up first um, would pick up first downs before um, they went for a field goal. Um, Rosas misses uh, by a ton. Uh, it had to be at least ten yards left. Uh, just an awful, awful kick there by Rosas. Um, then the Giant, then the Redskins, excuse me, would go three and out. Uh, then the Giants um, on third down. 
hit uh, Golden Tate for 32 yards, but then uh, Daniel Jones would fumble. Um, however, it would be recovered by the Giants, um, but they would end up having to punt as it would basically be a loss of, um, I think it was seven there. And um, so they would punt. Um, however, it would pin the Redskins back to the one. But on third down, uh, the Giant or the Redskins um, get a 32-yard pass play to keep their drive alive. Um, then the uh, then they would convert again on a third down, uh, again with the pass, um, as they would move into the red zone uh, at the two-minute warning. Then a pass um, that would be ruled um, it was ruled uh, complete on the field, and uh, they went to the booth and reviewed it. Um, it would be upheld, um, and the Skins would uh, get the ball inside the 10 with 55 seconds to go. Uh, then... On fourth down, uh, throw to the end zone, pass interference on DeAndre Baker, never turned his head around, uh, receiver no chance of catching the ball, but um, gave the Redskins new life as they now had a first down at the one-yard line, um, and they would end up scoring a touchdown, point after is good, uh, tie game with 30 seconds to go. Then the Giants, uh, with 30 seconds, uh, get two first downs and throw a Hail Mary that would be incomplete. Then the game uh, would go into overtime. Giants get the ball to um, to start, which would be huge. First play is a first yard is a first down pass uh, to Sterling Shepard. Then two good runs by Saquon get them another first down. Then Saquon gets another first down to put them inside the fifteen. Then on uh, third down um, from uh, from that same spot. Um, would be a touchdown to Caden Smith. Ball game, 41-35, no extra point necessary. Um, Giants with the overtime victory. All right, so that was a great, great game there um, for the Giants. Huge win. Um, Daniel Jones would finish with five touchdowns um, and, like, 350 passing yards. Um, Saquon would have uh, at least 250 um Yards as well as um, a receiving and a rushing, or <clears throat> one uh, one receiving, or sorry, two receiving, one rushing. Um, all right, so here's your around the league presented by the Closet Pack Rep. Um, so there would be a Saturday slate of games as there's now basically no more college football until the playoffs and bowl games. Um, so the NFL um, does this every year, week 16s and 17s, or <coughs> Sorry, um, only week 16, uh, there isn't any on 17, um, they play games on Saturday, so, uh, the first Saturday game would be Texans-Bucks, um, and the Texans would, uh, win, uh, 32-20 to win the AFC South, um, then the Patriots would be the Bills 24-17 to win the AFC East, um, then the 49ers would beat the Rams, 39-31. Jets beat the Steelers in Le'Veon's um, first game against the Steelers after leaving them. Uh, they would win 16-10. Uh, Saints uh, win against the Titans, 38-28, as Michael Thomas sets the record for most receptions by a wide receiver in, this, in a season. Uh, then the Colts blow out the Panthers, 38-6. Um... <coughs> The Dolphins would beat the Bengals in overtime in a crazy game. The Bengals would score 16 points in the last two minutes, so they scored a touchdown, went for two, got it, 
kicked the onside kick, recovered it, went all the way down the field, scored a touchdown, got the two-point conversion to force the game into overtime. However, they would um, get beat there um, by three. Um, the Ravens uh, beat the Browns 31-15. Um, the Falcons beat the Jaguars 24-12. Um, the Lions beat the Broncos 27-17. Um, the um uh, sorry uh the Raiders beat the Chargers twenty four seventeen uh the Cardinals beat the Seahawks um in an upset uh twenty seven thirteen um the Bears beat the or sorry the Chiefs beat blew out the Bears on Sunday Night Football um twenty six three and then <coughs> sorry yesterday on Monday Night Football. Um, the Packers would beat the Vikings 23-10. All right, so um, that was your around the league. Here's your around the NFC East. I'm um, sorry. <coughs> Coughing a lot today. Um, as we just talked about, the Giants beat the Redskins. Um, and then the Eagles would beat the Cowboys 17-9 um, in a game that could end up deciding the NFC East. Um, we'll have to see what happens um, next week. So the standings now go like this. The Eagles at 8-7. and seven. Cowboys at seven and eight, uh, Giants at four and eleven, and Redskins at three and twelve. All right, so uh, that will just about wrap up the second half and this episode. Um, hope you enjoyed uh, everything in this episode. Sorry, I'm coughing a lot here. Um, hope you all have a very happy holidays. Um, so I'll be back. Uh, I think before the end of the year. Uh, hopefully, uh, probably on uh, New Year's Eve day. Or, uh, yeah, maybe the 30th. Uh, we'll see how things end up playing out. Um, so I should get back to you before the um, end of 2019. But um, thanks for listening. Um, hope you all have happy holidays. And, um, yeah, I'll be back next week. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode. Bye-bye.